Hey friends, welcome back to Randomly Moved for Purpose podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host. And I told you that I wanted to come to you guys with a, with a good word today. And we're actually going to be reading Luke chapter 15. And this was a, a reading that I had to do for my women's Bible study. And I really wanted to just share a different takeaway than what the Bible study was discussing. And it was just something that I noticed as I was reading it. And I was like, we have got to talk about that. So let's just go ahead and dive in. Luke chapter 15 has three different parables in it. The parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost son. And the last one is also known for the prodigal son returning. So let's just dive in. Uh, starting with the parable of the lost sheep. Now the tax tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, the joy, he joyfully puts it in his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friend and neighbors together to say, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to be repent, do not need to repent. I just think that this is an awesome picture of how God really wants a relationship with every single person that he has put on this earth. I mean, the Bible tells us that uh, he knit us in our mother's womb. So we are each a very unique project that he worked on and has allowed us to kind of go our own ways, but yearns for us to come to him and that it's a big deal. Like he rejoices over the one sinner that comes to know that repents and knows Jesus, there's rejoicing than the 99 that did not need to repent. Okay, so it's a big deal. I think that even goes off to say, you know, oh my, like I'm too far gone. Or like, I, you just don't know what I've done. You don't know the sins that I've committed. You know, I don't, I don't know that you're right. You have not repented those sins to me. I don't know what they are, but God does. And he loves you anyways. And he wants to redeem you anyways. And I just think that's just so beautiful because after you say, yes, Lord, redeem me. I want to live life to the fullest with you in it. There's going to be rejoicing in heaven. And that's just awesome. Let's go to the parable of the lost coin. 
Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't the light, uh, doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This uh, silver coin is the equivalent of a day's wages, a day's worth of work. So it's not something that we wouldn't tear up the house to find, right? So it is a big deal to, to you know, whenever you find it. And as you see here, she has made a big deal out of it. And then again, this ends with, I tell you, there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And so that's kind of bringing that back home. She celebrated over the the finding of the coin. Again, there is a celebrating when a sinner comes to know Christ. Let's go into the parable of the lost son because I mean this one, guys. It's home, right? I know it does for me. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together. All he had set off in a distance country and he squandered everything. There was a, then there was a severe famine in the whole country and he became a need. So he went and hired himself out to the citizens of the country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants had food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer to be called your son. Make me just one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his fingers and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost, but now he's found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came to the house, he heard the music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and, and was like, hey, what's going on? And, hey, your brother has come. Your father has killed the fattened calf. And he's, and uh, because he has him back safe and sound. And the older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. 
But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But then this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home and you killed a fattened calf for him? My son, you're always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now found. And there's so many things actually that we can unpack out of this one parable alone. But I want to keep into the theme of, can you imagine a child taking their inheritance, losing every penny of it, and then just coming to the realization of like, I want to go back, not even to ask my father for anything, but just, can I just be a hired help? Because I know that my father takes care of his hired help. Like their, their tummies aren't growling. That's all he wanted. But then the father reacts in a way unimaginable, runs out there, which is not a practice that men of of his status would do, throws himself at him, he hugs him, he kisses him. And the son is like, father, I have sinned against you. I am not worthy to be called your son. And immediately the father is, get a robe, get shoes on this boy, put the family ring on his hand. My son has returned. And you know what, get the calf. We are celebrating. That father didn't care about his sin. Do you guys see that? The father does not care about his sin. He cares about the return. That his heart has returned to him. And that is cause for celebration. And so as somebody who loves to throw a party, I mean, I will find anything and everything to celebrate. When I read these three parables and I noticed that they each ended in celebration. I, I, at that moment, I was like, I know what I'm going to be doing in heaven. I know, yes, worship, because I love to worship, but I am going to be celebrating because that's my happy place. And it's just the thought, do, do you see how this father did not care about his son's sin? So to go back to... Liz, you don't know the sins that I've committed. You don't know how bad I've been. The things that I've done, they're just unforgivable. They may be to some humans in your life, but they're not to God. They are absolutely not too big for God's 
forgiveness. And he is ready to give it to you. And the minute you repent, and the minute that you surrender your heart to the Lord, there's going to be celebrating. Because you were lost, and now you're found. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. If you guys want to further discuss uh, Luke chapter 15 with me, hit me up on Instagram and message me there at Liz E. Cooley. I'd love to chat with you about it. I hope that today's episode really spoke to you. And I hope that if it does, maybe you share it with a friend. That would be amazing. And if you just feel a stirring up in your soul about what you heard today, I want to encourage you to action. I mean, maybe the Holy Spirit's just talking to you. Maybe you're not sure. Just find somebody that'll pray with you. Find somebody to talk to. Don't ever think that it's random. There is a purpose. And I know that's the name of my podcast. But after so so much thinking, that's why I named it that, you know? You're not randomly moved. There is always a purpose. You guys have a great day today.